0: Then Imam Al-Barbahari He follows that with a point that's numbered here As point number 99 on page 14 وَمَنْ قَالَ بِالْقُرْآنِ مَخْلُوقِ فَهُوَ وَمَنْ سَكَتَ فَلَمْ يَقُلْ مَخْلُوقٌ أَوْ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٌ فَهُوَ وهكذا قال أحمد بن حنبر وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إنه من يعيش منكم بعد فسيرا اختلافا كثيرا فإياكم ومحتفات الأمور فإنها ضلالة فعليكم بسنته وسنة الخلفاء الراشدين الراشدين المهديين المهديين وأبوا عليها بالنواجذ بثين الضمام البربهاري رحمه الله know that whoever says my recital of the Qur'an is created then he is a jahmi and whoever remains silent and will neither say it is created nor it is not created then he is a jahmi this was the saying of Ahmad ibn Hanbal. And the Messenger of Allah, from said, Whoever amongst you lives long will see great controversy. So beware of newly introduced affairs, for they are misguided. And adhere to my sunnah and the sunnah of the rightly guided Orthodox, Khalif, Bite upon it with your molar teeth. Shaykh al Fazan, Hafidh al-Allah, he said in explanation. obviously the last part of the text here is taken from the hadith that's come a number of times, whether it <coughs> is long, long amongst you, will see great difference. and the rest of the point taken from the hadith of al-Irrabab ibn Sariya, anh, reported by Iman, Imam Ahmad, Abu Daw, At-Tirmidhi, and Ibn Majah. and declared authentic by Shaykh al-Albani, the famous hadith has come a number of times that's the explanation of Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan and he said (coughs) Allah affirmed speech Al-Kalam for himself in many ayahs from them is his saying لَوْ كَانَ الْبَحْرُ مِدَادًا لِكَلِمَاتِ رَبِّي الْبَحْرُ قَبْلَ أَن كَلِمَاتِ رَبِّي So to the 18th surah ayah 109 with the explanation say if the water of the ocean were ink to write down the words of my lord then the ocean would be exhausted before the words of my Lord were finished Shaykh Al-Fazan said meaning the words of Allah with which he commands and forbids and manages the creation with who can then enumerate the words of Allah he the perfect and most high they could not be written down by the oceans nor by all of the pens and he said and the speech of Allah the kalam the speech of Allah is as is said by the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah Qadimul Naw' Hadithul Arhad the speech of Allah the Most High is as the people of the Sunnah and the Jama'ah say with respect to its type eternal with respect to its individual instances it newly comes about and just to uh, mention some clarification on that it's not totally ter- easy, tra- easy to translate then the Qadim no means that Allah the Most High has always had the attribute of speech always been able to speak Always had the attribute of speech. So that's the meaning of Qadim no. It's always had the attribute. Always. That, that attribute has eternally been with him, that attribute. We don't say that Allah the Most High gained that attribute. At some time. He didn't have the attribute and then He gained the attribute. No. It's always had the attribute. However, with regard to individual instances, for example, Allah the Most High speaking to Adam, or Allah the Most High speaking to Musa alayhi salam. Allah the Most High speaking to Muhammad. وسلم, or speaking to Jibreel with the Quran. And these individual instances of the speech of Allah, they newly occur. They newly occur. So that's what Shaykh meant. So he said the speech of Allah, as is said by the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'a, is with respect to its type eternal. And with respect to its individual instances, it newly comes about so the Quran is from the newly occurring instances of the speech of Allah (coughs) and from the individual instances of the speech of Allah the perfect and most high so the speech of Allah is confirmed by the book and the sunnah of his messenger from Allah and there is no doubt that sound intellect affirm speech for Allah because it is sifatu kamal it is an attribute of perfection and negation of it is an attribute of deficiency Having the attribute of speech, being able to speak, is an attribute of perfection, completion, and perfection. And being unable to speak, having not having the attribute of being able to speak, being unable to speak, <coughs> is an attribute of deficiency. She said, however, the Jahmiyyah and they are the followers of Jahm ibn Safwan, Al uh, Jahm ibn Safwan, who was a foul person, who appeared amongst the people and tried to cause them to doubt about the religion of Allah and he commanded them with apostasy and disbelief and from that is that he tried to cause them to doubt about the fact that Allah speaks and he said the speech of Allah which is present is something created Makhluk. he created it in the preserved tablet or he created it in Jibril, or he created it in Muhammad <coughs> so it is therefore just an ascription of a created thing to its creator for example just like saying Baytullah the house of Allah or Naqatullah the Sheikam of Allah that's the end of what he's quoting from Jaham from the speech of Jaham uh, the Quran that we have with us the speech of Allah that we, ha- that we have rather the speech of Allah is just the created but Allah either created it in the preserved tablet, or He created it in Jibreel, or He created it in Muhammad. And then He explains, why is it therefore called the speech of Allah? I says, It means it's, a, it's, a, it's ascribing a created thing to the creator of that thing. I means c- speech created by Allah. That's what the speech of Allah means with jahm He said, Just the same as saying, Baytullah Allah, the house of Allah. I mean, the house created as a house created by Allah and given honor by Allah. Likewise, the she camel of Allah, a created thing is she camel that Allah has honored. So, is saying the same thing with regard to the Quran. When we say the Quran is the speech of Allah, same thing. A created thing being ascribed to as its creator. Shaykh of al said, This is what he said. May Allah disfigure him. He said, Allah does not speak and the ascription of speech to him is just an ascription of of a created thing to its creator this is from his madhab, his position and he also had the position of al jabbar with regard to qadr with regard to pre-decree jaham had the position of jabbar; that people are compelled to do their deeds no free will, compelled (laughs) and he had a position, position with regard to negating, denying the names and attributes and he also had a position with regard to denying the sunnah of the Prophet and denying the Qur'an also so he was a filthy apostate who appeared with the light of this falsehood and this madhab I mean this way of jahm this madhab was derived from, this, derived from the Jews as was mentioned by al Islam ibn Taymiyyah in the introduction to al-Hamawiyyah and al-Jaham he was not the one <coughs> who began this madhab before him there was al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham he is the one who initiated this repulsive saying and he took it from Talut the Jew and Talut took it from Labid ibn al-Aslam the Jew who did sorcery upon the Prophet sallallahu so this saying is derived from the Jews those who distort the speech of Allah away from its correct meanings so this foul madhab should not be considered something inexplicable when its source is known—that it is from the Jews. They infiltrated it into, they infiltrated it amongst the Muslims by means of this foul man, Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham, the one who was killed by Khalid al-Qasri on the day of Eid al-Abha as Ibn al-Qayyim mentioned and he quotes three famous lines from the Nunia of Ibn al-Qayyim his poem his poem, poem on Aqeedah each line ending in Noon concerning, concerning this event that this, this man al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham that he was killed by Khalid al-Qasri so therefore Ibn qayyim said وَلِأَجْلِ ذَا ضَحَّى بِجَعْدٍ القصري يا ذبائح القربان إذ قال إبراهيم ليس خليله كلا ولا موسى الكريم الداني شكر الضحية كل صاحب سنة لله درك من أخي قرباني. This can be very roughly translated as and on account of that خالد القصري slaughtered Ja'ad on the day of the sacrifice since he said that Ibrahim was not Allah's chosen beloved one no and nor was Musa one whom he spoke to and drew close so every person of Sunnah gives thanks for that sacrifice what an excellent thing Allah has brought about through the sacrifice of this brother? And in explanation, they mention that this happened around the year 118 after the Hijrah in Kufa. Khalid Al Qasri, who was the governor in Iraq at that time, he slaughtered this this evil person, Al Yaqub Ibn Dirham. Sheikh said he took this or rather this, ta- this saying was taken from him by Al-Jahm ibn Safwaran and it became ascribed to him because he is the one who propagated it but he is not the one who initiated it meaning this saying which is famous as <coughs> the position of the Jahmiyyah it is ascribed to Jahm because he is the one who spread this thing for foreign, foreign why? he actually came from his teacher Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham and just before continuing a side point that some of the people of knowledge mention is that this saying that we heard was taken from uh, by Jahan from Al-Ja'ad and he took it from Farut and he took it from Rabi and this Labid ibn al-A'asam he was a Jew as we heard who did sorcery from the Prophet and this saying was taken from him by Palut the Jew and from him his student Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham he took this saying saying of the Jahmiyyah and from Al-Ja'ad it was taken by his student al jaham ibn Safwan and each was executed we saw Al-Ja'ad was executed here and likewise al jaham ibn Safwan he was killed as well Student. But before that, each time before the the person was executed or killed, he had had a famous student who took the same from him. So, Al Jahab ibn Fafwan, this same was taken from him by Bishr Al Marisi. And then he, Bishr Al Marisi, he taught this to Ahmad ibn Abi Du'ad, the one who was at the head of those who who tortured Imam Ahmad. And just briefly with regard to the event. Again, before we move on, insha'Allah, before the this event that Khalid al-Qasri he slaughtered al-Jadib bin Dirham on the day of sacrifices, he gave, a, he gave a khutbah on the mimbar, or else he gave a khutbah to the people at the Eid, and he said, "May, may Allah accept your sacrifices, for indeed I am going to sacrifice al-Jadib bin Dirham." And he came down and he slaughtered al-Jadib bin Dirham. Then. Shaykh Albani said with regard to this report there is some speech from the scholars is it established or not it is reported by a number of the scholars in their books such as al-Darani in al-Radda al Jahmiya, and al-Bukhari in his book Khalq Af'al al-Ibad and other books as well so Shaykh Albani in Mukhtasar al Ulu, al zahabis book al Ulu, the abridgment of it Shaykh Albani comments and he mentions that the first chain of narration for this that there is weakness in it there are unknown people in the chain but then he said, however, the narration that comes after it, is a, another narration with a different chain, is better than it. And perhaps, therefore, that is why the scholars state that this story definitely happened. I mean, there's wa- more than one chain of narration for it. Back to what sheik al-Talazan said, he said, as he mentioned the lines of poetry from the Nuniya, then he said, as you heard, this saying was taken from him, from Ja'ad, by Al-Jahm ibn Safwan and it was ascribed to him because he was the one who propagated it but he was not the one who initiated it then Shaykh said and the people of the Sunnah rebuked and criticized them severely in Jahmiyyah and they spoke sternly in that regard and this will follow insha'Allah, in the part that comes after however with us now we have a part of this foul marhab, which is negation of speech for Allah denial what Allah speaks then the sheikh made the point however a problem arose with the people of the sunnah which is should it be said, I mean, having dealt with that position there, that the saying have near that Allah does not speak? And the scholars sternly refuted that saying. Said, Indeed, we affirm that Allah's speech, and the Quran is his speech. That was refuted, refuted clearly. Then he said, however, a problem arose with the people of the Sunnah. Should it be said, that my recital of the Quran, I mean, a person, should he say, my recital of the Quran, because is an issue they brought up. So then, what is the response to it? So he said, Should it be said, My recital of the Quran is created or is not created? The Sheikh said, This is something which they introduced also amongst the Muslims. When they failed with the first thing, then they tried this second approach here now. They brought up this saying, What about a person when he recites the Quran? What's the, that recital? Is it created or not then? His recital. The Sheikh said, They introduced this amongst <laughs> the Muslims also. So should you say, my recite of the Qur'an is created or should you say, my recite of the Qur'an is not, rec- is not created or should you تتواقف, <coughs> should you withhold and say, if what is meant, if what you mean is what is recited that which is recited then it is the speech of Allah it is not created And if what is meant is the person's own particular recital of the Quran then his own recital is a created thing and his voice is created his own style of recital and his own particular voice is something created so therefore it must be mentioned with detail answer must be given then with detail and this is the detail which was stated by Imam Ahmad and Al-Bukhari and a group of the verifiers the shaykh sh- is sh- sh- an important point here He's not, the, the scholars were upon this one saying here mentioning with detail he said so do not say my recital of the Quran is created Unrestrictedly, and do not say it's not created unrestrictedly and do not withhold don't say I'm not going to say this I'm not going to say that rather mention the answer with detail in other words the answer again just repeat it what the chef gave that the answer should be given if the question is written the question was introduced amongst the, the people therefore it required an answer so the correct answer is to mention detail uh, it is that a person if somebody says your recitation of the Quran created or not then the chef said it should be stated with detail that if what is, if what you mean is what, I- what I'm reciting then that is a speech of Allah that is not created or if what you mean with what is meant is the person's own particular recitation and his own particular voice and that is created that is the data before moving on to the next part then with regard to the exhalation of Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi then he said after mentioning a number of evidences from the Qur'an affirming that the Qur'an is indeed the speech of Allah not created he then said and whoever and he mentioned that indeed the uh, speech of Allah the Quran is from the speech of Allah and the speech of Allah is an attribute of his then he said and whoever says that anything from the attributes of Allah is a created thing then he is a kafir, he is a disbeliever this is what the Ahlul sunnah wal-Jama'ah have affirmed and Allah lika'i what he's referring, referring to here is Imam Al-Lalika'i in his book, Shah al Ahl Sunnah, famous book of Aqidah. He said, Al-Lalika'i mentioned from 550 scholars from the Salaf that they said, whoever says that the Quran is a created thing, then he is a Kafir, he is a disbeliever. And whoever says, that his recitation of the Qur'an is something created then he is an innovator, a jahn, he is astray and likewise one who remains silent and doesn't say whether it is created or not created he is also a jahn, astray Shaykh said so what Allah has informed is very clear that the Qur'an is the speech of Allah and whoever will not say that then he has he has relied Allah in what he has informed of